live from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Narber, and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to the podcast. It's just meaningful plastic at Dancing with the Stars retrospective. We are in season six. We are well past the halfway. Yes, we are. Question mark? Yes, we are. <laughs> we are well past it. Yes, probably. we are. <laughs> um, yeah, got lots to talk about. We have a group dance. We have Dance Center. We have Eliminated Couples. Girl, of course we're past the halfway point because we have five people left by the end. Well, I you say that as though I know the math of this. I didn't even okay. realize we had five people left. Did you, uh, does it feel like we have more than that? Uh, kind of. Girl, we're going to get to the semifinals next week. News to me. <sighs> it's going to happen, and it's going to be fabulous, and I can't wait. We are totally, totally prepared. One of us knows exactly where we are in the season. The other one is just shooting blind. I, I don't understand. I can't comprehend this. I, I <laughs> Okay. So first off, um, in week six, uh, we start with seven people. We make our way down to six after we lose Marley Matlin. <sighs> yeah. In week six, she performs a mambo with the mambo champion, Fabian, whatever his last name is. And this frustrates me because the previous dance they did was a samba. And I don't see the mambo as being far enough different from the samba to justify doing these week to week. I agree. I had the exact same thought. And she had just struggled on the Samba, too. Yep, and so then yep. the fact that you're giving her a Mambo, I'm like, this just feels like producer intervention. It it just felt like insanity. We know what the result is going to be. It was that. And then yeah. it left her in last place and she went home. I expected nothing less, I guess. Yeah, it it definitely followed the formula. We knew it would. But hey, Henry Wrinkler made a, made a cameo. Hey. Hey. The Fonz is here. Why was Henry Winkler here? Was he in the movie with her? What movie? The Oscar movie that she was in? No. I've never seen it. I don't know. I just assumed that that's what the connection was. Can I ask you a Harry Wrinkler, Wrinkler, Wrinkler? Henry, um, related, Henry Wrinkler? Can I ask you a question related to him? Okay. Do you know him more as the Fonz, or do you know him more as um, Stanley Yellance III? I mean, I know him as the Fonz, even though I haven't seen very much... Uh, happy days although i think if i if i associate henry winkler with any role that i've seen him the most in it is his parks and recreation role oh yeah doctor yeah and to that i say money please money please 
Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Um, okay. It turns out that they have been friends. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> Every show they've done, they've made a cameo of the other. No, they've been friends since uh, she met Henry Winkler and his wife when she was 12 years old. Jesus. Um, and they just, like, met her, and they, like, became friends ever since. Kind of weird, but okay. Um. Were they also 12, or how old were they? No, they were adults by then, but, like, they were at, like, an event, blah, blah, blah. She was 12 at a talent show, and she went up to him, and she said, Hi, I'm Marley, and I want to be an actor in Hollywood just like you. And he said, Sure, don't let anyone tell you no. And eight years later, I was standing on a stage with an Oscar. And so uh, they had kept it, like, she kept in touch with the Winklers, and, uh, like... <laughs> At one point, she lived with them. And there you go. So now this makes a lot more sense. But at, at the time, I was like, why is Henry Winkler here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They dance the mambo. She just looks off. She looks uncomfortable. Something is wrong in this dance. Yeah. Something weird happened with the underarm turns, like, right, or turns right at the jump. And I don't know, they have talked previously about with, like, her hearing loss, that it can affect your, um, whatever, ability to not get dizzy, whatever you would call that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that was part of the issue or what, but she looked, she looked timid. She didn't look confident. It, she looked, the dance itself, it was like, it was fine. She just had no confidence in it. It just, it was wrong. Something was wrong. And then she went home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's Marley Matlin. So final thoughts on Marley? It just feels like she could have been so better served. And I think a lot of it is just like a product of its time too. But like, it is interesting to see how like, you know, how she is on the show versus how a future deaf contestant is on the show. And to just see like allowances that judges made for one and maybe not for it's, it's just an, in- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting to see how the show has has done. I'm surprised that she was not better served, I guess. I mean, we've said this enough. I think she is at a disadvantage from day one just based yeah. on her partner. And it's not about him. It's about he's a first-time professional, which always is a little bit of a you're at a disadvantage. But also some of it was about him well, because... Well, yes, I'm. I'm not gonna say it isn't, but as we've, as I have made abundantly clear, I had many an issue with Fabian Sanchez. Yeah, and that's all oh, you need so, to know, folks. So, so if you want to know the issues, go back and listen to our episodes. I'm just trying to be diplomatic in case he wants to come on the show. <laughs> I am going. Oh, I would love for him to come on this show because I will tell you right now, I would not be diplomatic whatsoever. <laughs> so their final dance scores all sevens, 21. And Marley, thank you for doing the show. Yes, thank you for doing the show and thank you for bringing the personality that you brought. You were 
a fun addition. I'm so sorry. I think you could have been much better served. Anyway, Marley uh, Matlin. Because I think we're going to blaze through this next person, we're going to get to our eliminated week seven contestant as well now. So we are saying farewell to another woman who seems perfectly fine. Shannon Elizabeth. Okay, but like, does she though? Absolutely because... not. She does not. No, she's like a like perfectionist, like drama queen. I mean, the first thing I wrote down from week six for her was, I just don't care that she's sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their package was dumb. They're stressed, so they go to the beach to hula hoop. Okay. They dance a rumba in week six. Chris, as we know, you were the world's biggest rumba fan. How did this one make you feel? I really liked there was a moment that she like put a leg up and out and then it just like really slowly moved over. And I was like, that's cool. Um, Derek mm -hmm. choreographed a cool moment where she almost like did a trust fall forward um, that I liked. But I mean, it was still all a rumba. Yeah. It was probably the best connection that I've seen between the two of them in a dance. Um, it felt like they were really playing off of each other well, but I needed more hips. Um, she didn't feel like she was committing to anything she was doing with her arms. Yeah. It scores <laughs> at 24. <laughs> Straight dates. And is this the one where Shannon is all peeved about that? Yeah, um, they, like, allegedly, like, they say something, like, off when they get interviewed and it's, like, the red background and, like, she's crying and Derek says something and then in week seven they're like, we just really need to apologize for our behavior. And, I mean, they were, I, I don't understand what they were so mad about because it's not like the critiques were bad. No, one was literally, like, you needed more hips. The exact same note that I wrote down. Yeah. Like, a factual... And then she was like, I, no. I don't understand. We, I was giving hips. Did they not see the hips? And she was, like, crying about it. And Derek was all... I, I, like, truly didn't understand what was happening. And then they were like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. I'm like, I get being frustrated, but what was there to be frustrated about? To be perfectly frank... Like, do I even care enough to figure it out? No. It's the same thing I feel about when, like, Tony and Marissa were mad at the judges earlier this season. And I was like, when you, yeah. when you watch it back, you'll see what the judges are talking about. Mm-hmm. So don't be frustrated when their judges are like, I didn't see this. You can think you did it, but that doesn't mean you did. Yeah, but you didn't. So get and over it. the proof it. is in the pudding. Um, the, the package just was not flattering at all. <laughs> mm -mm. No. Didn't make them look good. 
Well, no, because they're very clearly, they've been playing up their showmans. And so then for week seven, it was like, oh, we have to put our friendship aside and I need to be a strict teacher. And it's like, I don't even care about your friendship. I didn't, I have not been getting this showmance angle. And so in week seven, they talk all about, they're like, oh, just our friendship and all these things, blah, 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 blah. And then Dance Center is like, oh, they're the showmance of the season. And I was like, they are i didn't literally like it. week four or five i wrote down showman's package as a question mark but i never brought it up because i was like well maybe i'm just like reading into this and then in week six and seven they were like are you dating are you dating are you dating are you dating and i was like okay so i wasn't reading into i mean that. there's no chemistry so why why would i think they're a showman i don't care they dance a tango <laughs> Yeah. It's a very angry tango. For me, her neck is, like, too far over, and so then her shoulder was kind of, like, coming into the frame, and it just didn't look right. The dance absolutely lost steam as it went on. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do angry well. Part of my biggest problem with this dance is the choreography is built around quick flying flicking feet say that five times fast and the dress is big and bulky and just like obscures most leg motions she does and so it just becomes like okay right now we're supposed to be highlighting her leg motions and i can't see her legs because they are swallowed up by this material Mm mm-hmm so I, I just kept getting distracted by, it, like, this was a case of the trappings beyond the dance made the dance less good. I mean, we're going to be saying this for the next 18 million seasons. Derek's choreography is good. That is, mm-hmm. like, undeniable. Like, yeah. Derek absolutely choreographs great dances, he just doesn't seem to quite have his formula down on how to execute them yet. Well, this one isn't necessarily on the execution. It's... Well, the costume. Yeah, well, we know some pros are, like, right there making sure these are the costumes I want, this is what the look is. I don't know if Derek was doing that for this dance, but it did not jive with what he was doing this time. Um, No. So... Because, I mean, we don't know if he ever is, like, a costume person. If he's one of the ones that's, like, here's the music I want, here's the look I want, here's the color scheme, blah, 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 blah. It's unclear if he is one of those pros. I would guess he is. But we Um, know, because he has said at some point, I don't remember when, I've seen him say that he is one of the first people that really, like, messed with music and, like got with the orchestra and would be like okay i want you know these Mm -hmm. i want this added into this and i want this here so like i feel as though i can say that i know he was a very hands-on person okay that makes sense and i mean we know he is like designing some of their dances or like when they do uh like macy's stars of dance or he does like exhibitions for the results show we know that he is much more hands-on yeah who knows if he is yet uh as it were this one's nines across the boards 27 
and their Latin round, they dance a mambo. Um, this one, I don't really like the choreography. I think it's boring. Oh, I really enjoyed this choreography. <laughs> Literally one of the notes I wrote down, enjoying this choreography. Something just didn't look right with her. Like, I can't tell if it was stiff hips or what, but she was dancing kind of small and it just, it just didn't look right. After the two dances that came before this one, for me, I was just like, when are we taking off? When are we going to get interesting? So I, I never got into the choreography here. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm right. You can be. <laughs> this gets all eights for 24. Uh, they have a combined score of 51 out of 60. They are not in last place on the judges' leaderboard. However, they do end up going home. Which is fine. Yes. I will not miss her. Because, I mean, she's tied for second to last. And... I to me I'm just like I I think this was her time to go. Yeah. She certainly wasn't helped by their package this time. Any eulogy to deliver for Shannon Elizabeth? Nope. <laughs> Same. <laughs> all Said right. all I can say. Can't say any more. <laughs> Before the final 5. Let's talk about the great week six feature. They had to learn two dances because they did a group country western. I love that they learned the dance on a set that they did not do the actual dance on. So why did they set up like a saloon set? Why did they do it? If it was literally just there for the package and I probably just... not even the full rehearsal. Why are we even, like, why are we doing a country bus? Like, why, 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 Well, Chris? Katie, this, this was literally just a who can do the best lifts. It was a lift competition. These group dances even have turned into, low, like, like, not dances. It just, it was a mess. It was a hot mess. I mean, Shannon's lifts were off. Marissa was off getting out of the lifts. Like, the only people that I left impressed by, Christy and Mark didn't do mostly lifts. They did mostly Christy just spins around the floor, which was fun. Yeah. And then Edita was like, hey, Jason, what if you, like, fling me around and we do this, like, impressive lift because you're giant? So... Great. They they win because they did exciting stuff. But this was dumb. I hate these group dances. Yeah, they're not for me. Alright, great. <laughs> Moving on. We're starting this one on a real positive note, folks. Don't you worry. We're talking about things we love. But we're about to talk about an emerging... Dark horse of the season, Chris? I have a hot take that I don't know how you're going to feel about. Let's find out. It's Marissa Winoker something and Marissa Tony Jarrett, Marissa Jarrett Winoker? There it is. I, don't, I just call her Marissa Winoker in my notes. Mm -hmm. So, 
she is in the bottom two for week seven, uh, which we'll get to. But Katie, my hot take is she's growing on me a lot. Of course she is. Because she's this bubbly, authentic, wonderful person. Now that they have gotten rid of the tears, they've gotten rid of the sad packages. Yes. And she's just like, she's, she giggles all the time. You can tell that this is like, I, not to like, she cares a lot or anything. She cares a lot. I question if maybe she's not like a mildly like, um, insecure person because when they talk about being sexy and things like that like she is coming into her own she's blossoming before our eyes and surprise her dances are getting much improved yes they are yes they are so of course you love her now um not that chris ever actually said those words (laughs) this viennese waltz i didn't like the music And I didn't particularly like her dress at the bottom. I didn't like the way it was cut up. Yeah. But underneath the things that were trying to make me dislike this, I liked it. And it, it, I just something about it worked on me. It was gorgeous. She moved. I've never like said this before. Like it was smooth as butter. Like they were so fluid and light and gorgeous she moved like a dream out there like it was just so pretty Mm -hmm. i i liked it (laughs) there you go Mm -hmm. (laughs) full stop i liked it nine eight nine it gets a 26 in week six in week seven they lead off the night with a tango that i really like this is, I mean, it's easily her best dance yet. Yes. It, it's, it's a fun tango because it's almost, like, flirty in a weird way. Like, it, it's not like the usual, like, fire passion sort of tango. She's, like, just, there's just that little bit of, like, a smirk in it. A little bit of this, yeah. like, ooh-la-la, tee-hee-hee to it. And I like that. I was missing the slinkiness of a tango, though. I I didn't miss it because they replaced it with that sort of and I something else. That. And so, I mean, obviously I don't want that in every tango. But for this yeah. one, I was like, you know what? That's also probably appropriate for Marissa. Because I think I would have been annoyed if she had gone for that sultry, slinky thing. Because that's not yeah. her. And... I'm going to assume it just wouldn't have landed. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I just really agree with Len that after kind of a rough start, then feeling like, okay, this is as far as Marissa can go. She's somehow, she's become appealing to me. And it makes me incredibly happy. It's a Christmas miracle. Len says three words, your best dance. It sees a score of 27 straight nines. In round two, they perform a rumba. And basically the only note that I took was, this was a rumba. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, I think it had really good fluidity. I think they had a really good connection between them. For me, I lacked a little bit of flow. It just, we seemed to wait for a lot of things in a weird way. Yeah. This one was not for me. I was just like, after a really good tango, we had this. And I was like, okay, whatever. Well, it's a rumba. I know. I know. So I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be cruel. I'm not going to be, like, callous. I'm just going to say it was a rumba. Yeah. This sees a 9 from Carrie Ann and 8 from The Gentleman. So, 25, a combined Week 7 score of 52 out of 60. Uh, Like we said, that does land her in the bottom two. She is one point ahead of Shannon. Uh, They are both several points ahead of the last place finisher on the leaderboard who we will talk about now it is christian de la fuente and cheryl burke let's talk about week six so that we can talk about whatever happens in week seven i found it so hard to watch their package because i can't take it seriously anymore i cannot i cannot listen to cheryl say things without just like Christian, what are you doing? We still have a dance to learn. Christian, what are you doing? You need to extend your arm. Christian, <laughs> what are you doing? We should go to the pool. Do you see how that felt, Christian? Christian, what are you doing? Why have you gotten so badly injured? No, that's not right now. We're talking about that next. Well, no, I gr- girl, I'm doing. I'm I doing know, this. I know, I know. I was, I was, I was baiting you, and you took it. You took it, hook, line, and sinker, which. <laughs> Katie, this is my show, Chris. Katie, how could you do that to me? I'm so betrayed. <laughs> Um, oh. This is this is gonna sound terrible, knowing what's going to happen shortly. It feels hated it, his arms. I, it felt to me that it took it takes him forever to get his arms <laughs> to go out to where they need to go. Well, okay. This had timing issues. Without, I thought it was, mm-hmm. in my opinion, not a great final product as far as a fox trot goes. He looked fine. Like, his slicked-back hair looked good. Mm-hmm. Like, he physically looked good. I wanted him like, to smile more. Yeah, it just wasn't working for me. I thought his Same. frame was weak. He was gliding and he was smooth. I thought this was... Like, I thought it was just riddled with issues throughout. And so I was absolutely gobsmacked at the score I got. I was not prepared for all nines. No. Like, I thought this was fine. I I was not ready for 27. No. And they're like, oh, it's your best dance, or blah, blah, blah. Maybe they don't say that, but it felt like no, they, they did a motion. They okay, did they did say that, yeah. because I was like, what are they talking about? Because it wasn't. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we go from a foxtrot to a Viennese waltz. I loved them in this, like, purpley color. Yes. For me, he's just a little too lackadaisical in this dance. Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted more sweep, more lean, more, like, 
big, graceful Viennese. Yeah. They used all of the floor, which mm-hmm. I always enjoy. And, like, I appreciate that, that they're not just, like, you know, dancing compactly. But I completely agree. Like, some of his small moves he was just kind of throwing away. Didn't see as much rise and fall as I would have wanted. It just, it, good, not great. Yeah. He's, that's kind of the story of how I feel about Christian most weeks. He's good, not great. I'm just kind of, I'm waiting to see something that apparently the judges are seeing in him. Well, and it feels like, you know, with the exception of like some of our dancers, but you know, like Marissa has had this journey and she's had to over, you know, she's emerging. She's turned Mm -hmm. this corner. Whereas Christian just seems to like always kind of have the same issues every week. But yeah, the judges are like eating him up and I'm like, I am not on the same page at all. Yeah. So what did it score, Katie? A 25 with 889. <laughs> and then tragedy strikes. Okay. I don't know if it goes wrong from second one. Because I immediately wrote down that his arms were like chicken wings. Yeah. And... Then I was like, oh, it's, like, improving. We get a samba roll, like, things seem to click. And then things fall apart. It looks so like... So why don't we explain what yeah. happens? And then well, we can talk, we can critique the dance. Well, that's... What's hard is, it's hard to say what happens and when. Because he seems... They say during the live show later um, that their medical team believes that he, like, had a like muscle strain that pulled some kind of muscle. Severe muscle cramp, Um, I think is what they call it. uh, Right. He believes he like strained a muscle. Then their medical team calls it a severe medical cramp or medical cramp, muscle cramp. And then they end up taking him to the hospital. Um, That at first he's backstage and then he leaves. Um, Yeah. So it's, uh, it's very unclear what's actually going on with Christian. Um, And that proves true in the, dance because like i said it looks like something is off but i don't know if he just isn't doing his arms enough then it looks like he forgets part of the dance but in actuality he i believe is that's when he starts just getting into a lot of pain because then at the end of the dance you can see him like struggling to move his arm and do things and then he just like basically falls over in pain Well, he's, like, kind of walking off because he's not where he's... You can very clearly tell he's not where he's supposed to be because Cheryl kind of is, like, trying to find him on the dance floor. And then they're supposed to end with some sort of move and, like, he just falls to the floor. Cheryl falls with him. He. I assume it was some sort of... I, I, it might not have been some sort of lift, but it was probably a he's supposed to, like, use his arms to, like, spin her around or do something, and there was no way he was going to be able to do that. No. He gets up, he gets her up, he has to use his other arm to get her up, and then you can just tell, like, he's kind of messing with his arm. Tom walks over, and Tom is trying to kind of figure out what happened. Um... You know, Christiana's like, no, I want to keep going forward. So they, like, walk over to the judges. He's very much in pain. Cheryl is now, like, kind of standing in front of him, blocking him from view. And Tom is like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and cut to break. Mm -hmm. 
Tom again, once again, handles yeah. the situation absolutely fabulously yeah. in my and, opinion. And he does the right thing because even though Christian is like, nope, let's just do the judges, let's do this, like he should get like immediate attention, even if it's just yes. something as simple as like it's just a cramp. So Tom is right because Tom at first is like, okay, okay, we'll do this. And then he's like, no, we're gonna go to commercial. Um Yeah. So yeah, it's it just makes this dance hard to judge because I, I really do think it's possible something is off from second one. Well, we just no, because I like I wrote he needs way more energy. Like he looked incredibly light on his feet, which I thought was kind of interesting for a samba. And then my notes just go like, oh my god, his arm goes out. He literally gives up. He pulled a muscle in his arm. Oh my god. I mean, my notes go like, what is he doing? And then like, oh, it's sort of improving. A samba roll! And then it's just, oh. Oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> so. Yeah. So then we do come to find out, because we go to break, we come back, we're there with the judges, and Carrie Ann is like, I don't even know like what to say or something like that. And Tom is like, well, this is a good, like, let's talk about this. They judge up until the point of injury. And I don't, again, it's hard to say, well, when does that happen? Happen. Because I think, I mean, the whole dance is colored by this injury. And I think it's happening before, like, the it's clear he's, like, injured to the point of, like, he can't keep going and, like, just kind of stops dancing for a second. Um... So I, I understand the judges are kind of in a no-win situation. Mm-hmm. D- do I think they maybe are a little generous in sevens for this? Yeah. Yep. But I also understand they don't want to go too low because if he gets sent home because of this... Because, I mean, he's five points behind on the leaderboard, as is. And, and this is for a generous score. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. So I'm curious to see how this will play out next week. Yes, so am I. Uh, This is all sevens for a score of 21. They have 46 out of 60 for week seven. Let's move to a woman who has tumbled from her perch. It's time to see some vulnerability out of Christy Yamaguchi and Mark Ballas. What do you think of their jive? I loved it i have Uh been waiting for you to Uh get through introducing them because i absolutely hands down her best dance it is incredible Mm -hmm. when it begins i wrote down i think this is an iconic dance because i kind of feel like i've seen it in like video packages or you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. montages and whatever holy buckets it's absolutely incredible the energy in her legs is unreal they never stopped moving so much energy so much fun i all of that i mean i love the section where they do like three dips in a row yes and then like the ending kind of all of a sudden turns really slow and small and then like mm-hmm. kind of grows a little bit. I'm like, that's fun. That's smart. I mean, it, she's just flying through this whole thing. It's so good. And she like the energy in her legs is just unreal. It's it's oh my God. I want to watch it 
50 more times. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And I mean, in the package, she talks about some of her, like, backstory. She shows some vulnerability, talks about how some things are, like, difficult for her, and it actually feels that way. And I'm just like, there we go. This is what we've needed well before week six from Christy yeah. via the producers. Yeah. So, I mean, what can you say? This is the week that she needed. Absolutely. And it, it scores her a 30. Well deserved. Perfect score. What, it's so well deserved. Then, in week seven, she starts the ballroom round with a Viennese waltz. Um, I want you to begin because I'm very curious to see what you thought of this. So in the package, they talk about how Mark is kind of feeling the pressure because he's a rookie pro and he's never had to teach two dances in one week. Mm -hmm. They're really feeling the pressure. She says that she can feel like Mario and Jason breathing down her neck and that she, she welcomes that. So it starts off with them dancing with a prop and they're dancing with an umbrella, which was like, fine. Um, Her neck looked really stiff and hold, which I was not really sure what was going on with that. Her solo spins were absolutely incredible. They have a gorgeous rise and fall throughout. I enjoyed it. I loved this i loved this so much um i loved the bejeweled umbrella that was made to look like it was glistening from the rain i didn't like him in the military coat but whatever i just she yeah i didn't get it but she looked so graceful she was elegant i love the way she moved i loved watching her extensions her lines I thought she was beautiful and hold. I just thought everything about it was so right. I I was shocked once the judges' comments started coming in because I was like, tens across the board, let's go. And then they were like, mm, nope. And like, not only that, I mean, it scored nine, eight, nine. An eight from Which Lenny. is her lowest score of the season. Yeah. And I was like, I was floored. I loved this dance. Mm-hmm. So this was re- this was really difficult for me. Naturally. So how did the cha cha feel then? <sighs> this was really difficult for me. <laughs> Why don't I go first then? <laughs> because this was not that difficult for me. Okay. I had some qualms with it. <clears throat> and Chris is immediately angry. Are we shocked, people? No, we're not. It just, it felt fluid. I didn't, I think it was so action-packed that nothing got a chance to just sit and hit. And so that's how it got a little bit too fluid for me. The moves just weren't quite sticking and landing. But it was an incredible dance, and it was incredibly action-packed, and she looked good. I just was, like, it wasn't quite a cha-cha where I'm, like, precise in it, you know? I was just like, how is she moving her feet like this? How is she doing I mean, 
she just she does so much and she does it so mm-hmm. well i mean just wow just wow to her i i thought it was a good blend of proper cha-cha and some more contemporary like hip hoppy styling whatever but i mean i just she's just so technically dazzling Mm-hmm. I it, it hit for me I was just like yes it could just like wash over me and I was a very very happy boy <laughs> well I'm glad that it, I'm glad it worked for you it did not work for Len he gave it an eight while those on the outsides gave it tens but I mm-hmm. just I mean I still feel like there isn't necessarily like one Christy dance that I'm like, oh, this is one of the most memorable, one of the best dances that's ever been on Dancing with the Stars. But her whole oeuvre to me is like, there's nobody better than her. No. Except for one. But she isn't here yet. So uh, Christy has a combined score of 54 out of 60. She does manage to make it all the way back to second on the leaderboard, up from fourth, which Ugh. is how she starts the first round, which gets booze from the ballroom. Well, and, like, Tom kept ringing it up over... But, uh, but like... uh, you also understand why Tom needs to do that, because all of a sudden, ooh boy, now we have some interest. Because instead of the, we are crowning Christy by the end of the season, it is, this is the week. Maybe somebody is going to find a way to unseat her. Who knows? Maybe Christy goes home. Yeah. So, of course, you want to play it up if you're Tom. Next up, it is Mario and Karina. They are in the bottom two in week six after their rumba, which mostly feels like they're in the bottom two because they did a rumba. (laughs) Amen, brother. Amen. Also, because they score very well. Yeah, that's what I think they, like, in the package are, like, the, well, I guess it's the week seven package, but they're, like, the fans, like, abandoned him or something like that. Like, they just, they make it seem so, which it is odd, because he scores great, and Lynn is a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found this a very watchable rumba. I don't know if it was, like, Karina, if it was Mario being sexy, if it was both of them. I don't know what it was. But for me, it just works. It has that, like, mm factor that made no, this a like really good ex- rumba. It's an exciting rumba, for sure. It was incredibly action-packed. But I was getting, like, some hip-hop vibes from him. And he wasn't flowing as much as I maybe wanted him to. And I could have used a hair more hips if I'm thinking of it critically as a rumba. But if you tell me that this is a rumba, yes, I'd much prefer that they were all like this one. I feel like he's always kind of giving that, like, style to everything he does. So it's a case of, I think I find him so fun to watch because he is bringing his own personal style and seeming to blend it pretty well. The judges in both weeks kind of highlight that and aren't a particular fan of the fact that he's doing that. But for me, I like that. It makes him mm-hmm. interesting. I can I can get on board with that. I like that for you. Are you in agreement with Len? Was this too raunchy? 
I was not getting too raunchy, no. I I just wasn't really like like I said, it was hip hoppy to me. Okay. It's certainly it's certainly sexy, that's for sure. Definitely. A ten from Bruno, a twenty-eight overall. And then in week seven, after the fans abandoned them, they begin with a foxtrot. I really enjoyed this one. I I just, I was really feeling it. He let go and he just danced. It just felt so light. It felt so easy to him. I think a couple of the tricks were a little wonky, but like overall, it just, it was such a delight from him. Well, it's because he is imbuing every dance he does with that character, with that style that he's bringing to it. And mm-hmm. that just makes it work, especially because, I mean, his style tends a little bit smoother. And so it really mm-hmm. works in this foxtrot. I, I liked it a lot. And so when Len said, mm, you're not very elegant, I found that hard to take because I think there's a maybe elegance isn't what i'm seeing from him the like smoothness that style Mm -hmm. that that flair but to me it feels elegant it feels like it is appropriate here yeah i completely agree when the judges started going i was like i am not on the same page as them Mm -hmm. i can vaguely understand i think what they mean but i don't agree with it Mm mm-hmm this dance gets all eights. Uh, Karina is in like a half caftan almost, and I was really digging it. Because <laughs> at first, when we didn't see her, because like one arm was like draped in like a caftan, and then the other was bare, and because we couldn't see that bare shoulder, I was like, "Have they literally put her in a caftan to do this?" Because I am here for it. I would have loved. <laughs> Karina coming out in a shapeless, like, mm, yes, I'm yes. at the cabana, and my cabana boy will do a foxtrot with me. Ah, <laughs> oh, if only. That's how I would style a dance. <laughs> for, uh, for a cha-cha-cha too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Adam Carolla would be complaining about those homosexuals in the wardrobe department then yep we'll see if that makes the final cut (laughs) katie this is live everything makes the final cut correct their second dance of the night was a mambo chris how did it leave you feeling i loved it at the beginning Mm -hmm. it started to sag in the middle for me and i was like and that made me so sad because when it started i was like yes 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 like I mean, it goes Christie's cha-cha, then Mario's mambo, which starts and ends really well. So that's why I left Shannon's mambo being like, okay, well, I've just seen two really good Latin dances. So this one is like, blah. Yeah. Um, But overall, I really liked this. That's kind of how I left it feeling, too. I think it lacked a finesse and a power to it, but... I think the time, I don't, his hips looked great. 
it was so much content. It was so fast. They had great energy to it. But I do think his timing got a, a smidge off. He got a little ahead. So it was it it was better than good, not great. But, like, there were a few notable issues with it. But I think overall I can, like, forgive them and be like, well, it was just a really entertaining dance, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I have become, like, the harsher out of the two of us. I feel like I am critiquing dances so much more than you are. And I'm just like, what is this rule reversal? In a weird way, I think the two best dancers of, of this season being so good. And I just find it so pleasurable to watch them both that I kind yeah. of don't care enough to critique the other ones. Because I'm like, <laughs> it's not, this is not your world. So it doesn't even matter. You mean nothing. Like, I really enjoy Mario. I I really do. I enjoy watching him. I enjoy looking at him. Um, And I do think he danced. I find his dancing really interesting to watch. Um, And I mean, like, Marissa is coming around on me. Like, I don't know. But, yes, maybe I'm becoming too nice. It's my old age is showing. Whatever. Nines across the board, 27. Uh, They tie with Shannon and Derek for second to last place with 51 out of 60. Um, But Mm -hmm. they survive. And our final couple of this episode. Mm -hmm. It's the star of of the show and her partner. It is Edita Slavinska and Jason Taylor. Did you happen to see what I put on our Instagram story? Girl, that's why I said it. Oh! <laughs> I was like, Chris, we are so connected right now. <laughs> yes. It's just that I knew. I knew emotionally. She is this... Tell me you're the star of the season without telling me you're the star. Like, she is God's gift to Earth. It's Edita. I don't know why he has no confidence in this week six package. Yeah. Because he's shown that he can dance. He's shown Mm -hmm. that he can learn it after he's been frustrated. So why does he have no confidence in his abilities all of a sudden? Unless this is overproduced and he doesn't really feel that way. I feel like it has to be overproduced because I agree with you. Why why would he be feeling that way? Mm -hmm. Well... To be fair, this cha-cha is one of his weakest dances in weeks, I think. Oh, God, yeah. No, this cha-cha's not great. It's so sedate in his hips. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. I mean, we can just breeze through this and get onto the good stuff. Because it's like, I couldn't tell if he forgot a little bit of it. Something's out of sync. Yeah, it felt like his... it felt like he was thinking a lot about it. Needed more pizzazz. It just felt flat. It it didn't feel like a cha-cha. And it was a bummer because he starts off week six. But it just, I don't know if maybe he needs a little bit more time to get his head in the game or like what it is. But it, it didn't feel characteristic of him. No. And it just, it didn't work. Yeah. Len thinks there's a lot more content in it than I thought there was. Uh-huh. This one just... And Chris is always right, so... 
This one just didn't, this one didn't do it for me. No, God, no. All eights, 24. But good news, week seven, why you gagging? Because he brings it to you every time. Amen. Uh, this quick step. Oh my god. Oh my god. And see, I was so excited to talk about him because I thought we just started with the quick step. And so then I was reading my notes and I was like, oh. I, I was know. So excited to talk I forgot about him. all about the cha cha. <laughs> I was like so amped and like let's go Jason let's go oh yeah cha-cha no not quite my style quick step yes I mean but daddy I love him (laughs) what is that I can hear it Ariel yes 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 okay the thing about the quick step is he just went for it you saw that he left every like there was no thinking there was no time like it was just pure dancing and this is why i love this show Mm -hmm. is for moments like this where like not that he hasn't been good previously but he just he leaves nothing mm-hmm. nothing back I mean it's so good and I feel so bad for Edita because they use every inch of this floor they travel all over and you know because he's tall he's got long legs so he's yeah. just like I'm moving and that's just what we do and so I'm just like poor Edita is probably going like double time to just be like okay I guess I have to cover this much space now or do you think the editor always is able to move that well and she's just finally like, yes, I get to I get to unleash the beast. She gets to unleash the panthera. The panthera has come to the floor. The animalistic lady of the ballroom. It uh, is ch- it's, 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 it's incredible. It's beyond words. I mean, my notes are literally just, yes. Yes, 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 yes. All my mm-hmm. notes are. It's great. It's it's just it's great. I loved it, and I hate one of our judges. Len gives it a nine. How? I don't know. I dare. don't know. I don't know. But Daddy, I love him. <laughs> I love the idea that you're calling Len Daddy. I mean, he is the daddy of the ballroom. Listen, when you have a body like Jason and Lens, of course he's daddy. Len Goodman redefining dad bod. (laughs) Back in 2008, not current day. (laughs) Title of ep, Len Goodman's dad bod. It's it's criminally underscored. It should have been a 30. Yeah, it's underscored. Um, then they end week seven with an iconic Paso Doble. One that we talked with Edita briefly about. Yes. Um, it is the Monday Night Football Paso Doble. 
I love their costumes so much. I love how little she's wearing and then has a hood anyway, which is so good. It's, and I mean, it's not like she even wears the hood, but the fact that it's there, it's just like a yes. Like, it's a small little detail that just works so well. That's why she's the star of the show. Having to dance to the Monday Night Football theme is so musically challenging. I have no idea how they found their timing. They are on it. Um, I mean, could it be fiercer? Yes. Absolutely. But it is fun. He gets to show off his skills. I mean, I I see why this is an iconic dance. It It's a case of, like, yes, there are some details to fix. It's not as good yeah. as the quick step. But... It is a really good dance. He had great shaping, I thought. Mm-hmm. I, I just I almost, kind of, I almost wish we could could have seen him do a paso to an easier song. That's genuinely how I feel. Is because I think, I think it was better than how I felt. But because of the music, perhaps I wasn't quite connecting as well with it. But like, I definitely think that he did it well. He's just incredible. It is a crying shame that he is on the season with Christy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He should be a winner. Robbed goddess, Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor. Should I slide into his DMs and see if he'll come on our podcast? Yeah. Would you invite Edita back to? <laughs> could you imagine if we could get both of them together? A reunion. Katie, I would die. I would literally die. Okay, can I ask you a question that's going to be really hard for me? Yeah. Better Edita partner, Joey or Jason? I honestly kind of think I would maybe put, I think I would do. I genuinely don't have an answer for this question. I think I would do Joey. Because you know how I felt about them. No, I know. But I, but daddy... But Daddy, I love him. This Pasa Doble scores a 26, a 9, an 8, and a 9. They end in first place with 55 out of a possible 60 points. Before we end our episode, very importantly, we just must mention, Katie, in case you didn't know, it's Dance Center time! Heck yes, it is. And I'm so glad that I got to watch because I forgot how flippin' funny it is. And Len looks so excited on Monday Night Show when Tom is like, and next week we're gonna do Dance Center. And like, like Len just looks giddy. I mean, this one, we get Jerry and Kenny breaking out the face glitter. It just like, this is... <laughs> This is when Dance Center is, like, becoming off the rails. Like, <laughs> I know they used to, they've already done, like, the dumb jokes, but now it's just becoming, like, camp. Yes. It's just so funny. Kenny K 
kills me every single time with his just like dry remarks. Like, I don't know why, but it feels like Jerry Rice is like just like there to hit on everybody. Like, it's just so funny. And so many of the jokes are I mean, they're they're stupid, they're cheesy, like um they put up a fun fact for Mario that he's a brother named Luigi, and that's just like Yeah. Shannon needs hip replacement. Like, it's just, they're incredible. It, it just, it's so, so right for Dancing with the Stars. And I love that they do it. And, like, Kenny's antagonism of Len is great fun. I mean, it's a delight. It's just so much fun. I just truly, I... I highly encourage everyone to find it because it's just so funny. Well, that leads us to the end. So Katie, next week, we are going to leave with our finalists. So who would you like to see in the finals of season six of Dancing with the Stars? Like my top three. Mm -hmm. You don't have to order them. I'm going to go Chris. Jason I think I'm gonna put Marissa above Mario okay so are you are you eliminating I assume then Christian in fifth and then Mario in fourth yes that's how I would like to see it play out okay I find it very interesting that we whittled the men down so quickly and now we can't seem to get rid of the men who are left no I know so who would you like to see in the final three? I mean, Christy and Jason. Personally, I think I'd probably put Mario there. Mm-hmm. Eliminate Christy on fifth, Marissa fourth. Okay. I think giving her, like, the memorial Lisa Rinna spot. Perfect. Yeah, it would be phenomenal. And will you award... Your jaunty Seven for the week. Oh, mother fork. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. I know. And I have I have a Sophie's choice on this one. Yeah, it's the jive versus the quick step. Personally, I'm gonna make this easy for you. I know who I am choosing because I had much stronger feelings about her other dances as well than the judges did. So I am giving my John T. Seven to Christy Yamahuchi. For which dance? For all of them. Yeah, Doesn't have to just be fair. one. I can just give it to Christy. Well, I think based on that rationale, I have to give it to Christy, but like, oh, I don't no. know if I, I can was, pass up. I was trying to make that easy so that Christy has gotten an award, which means you can go the other way. Jason, your quick step. It's all yours, Daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Only like it when I use it with Len. That's what you're comfortable with. <laughs> well, if you have strong feelings about our use of the word daddy, you can leave us a review. <laughs> maybe maybe don't leave a review for this one. But you could Maybe. on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Just Maybe review with this one. 
Just listen to it and let it sit with you. And, and then re- thinking... then review how you feel about us otherwise. Um, and then... <laughs> and you can also find us on any other podcaster. So subscribe, share it with your friends, you know, do the thing. If you're deeply offended by our use of daddy throughout the episode, you can reach out to us on our social medias. We are available on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic, Twitter at JMPPod, and Instagram at JMP.Pod. If you are just so sick of Chris constantly calling everyone daddy, let us know. Because as we have seen today, Chris is the issue, not me. Daddy, I love you and I like you. (laughs) Saddy, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for Samantha Who? Coming up next. Music provided by Daddy Harold Wheeler. He is a daddy.